Hello everyone! Today is officially my second video and I am so excited to talk to you guys today. So the topic of conversation is a godly perspective. To renew your mind, to shift the way that you see the world around you in your personal life, in your spiritual life, and just completely shifting it, completely renewing your mind. Um, and just like the Bible verse says, Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. And so I have been sitting on this um, godly perspective um since the 21st officially um and the bible verse that god gave me for um the um the godly perspective um i came up with ephesians uh, ephesians oh my gosh ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 um having the eyes of your hearts enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Um, and yeah, so that's the Bible verse for today. And where I got this inspiration, number one is always from God, but um, he brought me to the book of Ezekiel. Um, and I was reading uh, chapter one, and it says on July 31st of the ninth year, while I was with Judea, at the with the Judean exiles beside the Kibar River in Babylon, the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. Um, and I kind of just stopped there because I've read this book, this this particular book, over and over again, and I can't seem to really get through the whole book. However, I stopped here and I looked at the bottom because I do have the study Bible, um, the NLT study Bible. And so I always go down to the bottom and kind of get a more clear understanding. Um, now there's a whole lot um, in regards to uh, Ezekiel chapter one, verse one, but I'm just going to read the part that stood out to me. So it says, God communicated to Ezekiel in visions. A vision is a, mir a miraculous revelation of God's truth. These visions seem strange to us because they are apocalyptic. This means that Ezekiel saw symbolic pictures that vividly conveyed an idea. Daniel and John were other, um, excuse me, Daniel and John were other Bible writers who used apocalyptic imagery. The people in exile had lost their perspective of God's purpose and presence. And Ezekiel came to them with a vision from God to show God's awesome glory and holiness and to warn the exiles of sin, sin's consequences before it was too late. So as I read this, I didn't even get to finish really through that when I when I was reading um when it says the people in exile had lost their perspective of God's purpose and presence. Um and that's important. Um and I'll get back to that. And so I think it's I think it was like maybe a week and a half ago. Um maybe a week and a half ago. So I was praying and I kept getting this word called um 
I kept saying in tongues, Malala. Oh my Lord, what is, what is Malala? What, like, I'm, like, what are, I mean, could it be a word um, that I keep repeating it? I was just a little bit um, intrigued is what I would say. So what happened? When I looked up the word Malala, I found out two things. Um, yes, Malala was actually a word. Um, the word Malala, um, when looked up the definition, it means um, sad or grieved. Um, and I also found out that the it was a name that belonged to a young lady um, who spoke out from her country and she was nearly um, assassinated for it. Um, and she spoke on behalf of women in other third world countries where they don't have the same um, um, avenues that we have. They don't have the same benefits that we have. They don't have the same access that we have. So this young girl was speaking up um, in regards to this and she almost lost her life because of it. Because of it. Um, and I also was also speaking in tongues something else that said um, Nandalala. Nandalala. Um, and when I looked up the definition for this, it meant blissful. Um, I just thought it was interesting um, that God gave me these two words. You know, when you are out of the will of God, or if you are not seeing things the way God sees it, uh, for one reason or another, you're not walking with God, you're not moving with God, you're not in his face, you're not reading his scripture, and you don't have a, a close relationship with the Lord, you are going to find that you are like Malala, not like the person, but the word, sad and grieve stricken. So how can we change our perspective from being Malala to being Nandalala, blissful, right? The only way to do that is to change our perspective from our human lenses, right? And shift that over to a godly perspective. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and um, read um, what I have here. Um, and I'm just debating because I do have someone who allowed me to share something in regards to her experience recently. And I'm just trying to think like which one should go first. Um, so hmm, let me just go with her hers, and then I'll, I'll finalize it with my, with my, what I wrote. So, um, this was a random text. Uh, she sent it to me first before she posted on her Facebook and I don't know what led her to, you know, to, to send this to me first. Um, I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong, but I, I just find it interesting that she would send it to me first. Now she knows that I, I am a believer. Um, and I never hid that. So maybe she felt comfortable sharing this information with me. And I'm honored by the way. Um, if you listen to this recording, I don't want to say your name cause I don't know how you feel about that, but, um, I really respect the fact that you would share this with me. Um, and she's just, she shared with me her perspective on life for her and how things have been for her and how being able to shift her mindset, um, and see things the way God sees it has really made a change in the way she lives her life. So this is how, um, I, I'm going to start, I'm going to start with her 
with her um her post um and because it's her post uh forgive me if i misread a word or two but i'll try to make sure i correct myself so she said um so i just posted this but i'll share with you now um i wanted to share something i learned last night uh, so maybe she did post it first i'm not i'm sorry i learned last night life can be so hard sometimes and some of that is just so heavy not just physically but darn right mentally sometimes we walk around with so much mental stress it can feel like a ton of bricks in our hands but i'm standing here at 47 and never have i ever uh been told i can put that down for a minute because god is here waiting for me to put it down because he because he is here waiting to carry it for me and that's not to say i won't one day pick it up and deal with it but i don't always have to walk this journey alone man i can't tell you what this information meant to me for so many years i thought i needed to figure my stuff out and alone at that and i guess i learned that as a child i guess I have always been on survivor mode and damn, that has been a heavy burden. Today, I chose to put down some of my pain and it was liberating. Funny thing is, once I put down one burden, I put down another and then another, that feeling of relief got me thinking and I chose to keep going. This morning, I feel mentally lighter and my chest doesn't hurt so much. My anxiety is lighter, hence my stress level feels lighter. Anyway, I wanted to share this information with you. Our first meeting was called The Comeback, and I have to say it spoke to me, and it came in a and it came in such a way that I feel the need to share what I learned. I want to encourage every, anyone that's struggling to know that God has us wholeheartedly. And I guess I always knew that part, but never the part about allowing him to really take on our burdens and trust that he that he will see us through it. Trust, it's a funny thing. It can really hold you back. It's easy to repeat. I trust you, but do you really believe that you trust someone enough to let them into your heart? And that really got you. Um let them into your heart and that they really got you starting today i'm working on me working on building that trust with god and others i'm also working on trusting myself to trust that i can do this i can do what it takes for my personal come back because god has a purpose for me and even when i don't know what that purpose is i know in time he will show me I'm so glad I didn't allow fear to keep me home last night. I firmly believe it was divine intervention that guided me to this meeting, and I am so grateful. Now, this is what she had posted to me, and it was very impactful to me. It is a very beautiful uh, testimony, um, and I didn't expect that. But this is what it looks like to have a godly perspective. Sometimes. We can be afraid, but being afraid should never be an excuse to hold back from God. It should never be an excuse not to move forward in faith. Being afraid is okay. 
But we should always keep pushing forward. We should always keep our eyes on God. We should always be like, God, what's next? We should always move even in fear because God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind, right? So we shall keep moving forward in Christ, regardless what we see. Sometimes what we see is really not what we see. And we have to ask God to open up our eyes and see what he sees, how he sees it, according to his way and his will, should we follow. Now, finally, guys, the last thing that I would love to share with you guys um, is what I got from the Lord. Um, and this was September 21st. It was a Thursday. I, I like to write dates and times and but I don't have the time on this one, but I do like to write dates and sometimes I do write terms. And again, this is just a reminder, guys, um, that I was reading Ezekiel uh, chapter one, verse one. And I was just reading the the bottom of my study Bible um, when I got what I believe to be is a revelation from, you know, God's word and just getting into it and just really trying to get as close as possible to the Lord um, to gain a godly perspective. All right, so here it goes. The last thing you want to do is lose perspective, specifically a godly perspective. Losing sight of perspective can cause you to fall out of his presence. Why? Because the Lord knows best. When you attempt to move on your own strength, what you're essentially doing is walking farther away from God and losing sight of his will, dismantling your own life piece by piece, creating a storm of unforeseen, un, uh, creating a storm of events unforeseeable by you because your human perspective is limited and a finite mind cannot possibly comprehend the depths of who God is. Shift your perspective and trust in the Lord your God who is mighty and worthy to be praised. There is purpose in God's perspective, but that requires intimacy. Are you being intimate with the Lord? Are you, are you in his face? Are you spending time with God? If you have lost godly perspective, go back to where you left God and there you will find him. Although trials do take place, in order to build character, it can also indicate proof of your obedience. Disobedience causes casualties with both disobedience causes casualties both directly and indirectly. When your heart posture is directed towards the Father, it's that much easier, is that much more easier to walk through turbulence. Because he's present and because you're in his face and you're aware of this, though it does not always change circumstances, it does change your perspective. It's so easy to shift your perspective when you know God is in the center of it and he is in control of it all. And all you need to do is hold on. When you're out of his will, know you're in your, know you're in your own strength and the winds of the storms are so high you can barely see. Distractions everywhere, deceptions everywhere, and you can't even tell the difference. Losing sight of Godly perspective is like looking for a quarter in the dark. You 
you know you heard it, and you even know more or less the direction in which it went. The end, in the end, you're patting your hand over the floor because walking by faith requires not moving by sight. But here you are, in the dark, looking for a quarter. It's all an oxymoron. None of it really makes sense. So nothing in the end makes sense without God. The light lightens up even the darkest of places, even the darkest places in one's heart. Life is better when you surrender. God requires, no, demands perfect submission. We should be holy because the God we serve is holy. And again, the Bible verse that I got uh, for this godly perspective um, is this. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So guys, my lovely followers, make sure that today you guys have a godly perspective because everything changes when you see it through the lens of God, the Father, the Holy Spirit, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, because his mind and his thoughts are greater than your thoughts and his ways are greater than your ways. So let's have perfect submission under God to do his will, even if it doesn't make sense, even if we can't see three feet ahead of us. The goal today and for the rest of our Christian walk is to have a godly perspective so that when we make choices, it'll be through the lenses of how God sees it and how God views it and how God wants you to treat this person and love this person, how God sees you. We should always see things from a godly perspective. Because then we no longer look at people for what they've done to us. We no longer look at them at, with defaults. And, and we'll never, we will stop looking at them like, and, and, and at, at all the things and think of all the things they did not do or did not say. Let's have a godly perspective and look at that person and say, you know what, God, that's a soul. That's your soul. We need to stop looking at people and stop seeing our mothers, our fathers, our brothers, our sisters. We need to look at people and look at them and say, Lord, that is a soul. And teach me how to teach, teach me how to love that soul the way you want me to love them. Not the way I want to love them, but the way you say that I need to love them because God's love is perfect. So my fellow listeners, I love you all. May you have a beautiful, blessed day in this day. It is rainy, but let's say it is liquid sunshine because I love the rain. So you guys stay blessed. I love you guys. Bye-bye.